theoretical mass of like how many people you can have and then usually whenever it reaches too far into the amount of people and then also like everyone's personal interests then that society fails so like the romans for example they fucking like reached a point spread themselves too thin and then the roman empire collapsed um britain tried to conquer the entire fucking world did a pretty good job but still now they don't have all of the world um so many things but i I get what you what you mean Hmm. but that also has that also has its advantage and does have its disadvantage because think about it now i've been able to learn one language which is english language Mm -hmm. and that has been able to give me the ability to be able to communicate with you Mm -hmm. because look at it i I know a lot of people that are that that way way back like some italians you can see that some italians they they just cannot speak the language very well because mm. one they didn't go to school they started working immediately mm. and so they they learnt it out of out of um they learnt it out of being in the culture and the language and sometimes there's all mixed up because they didn't connect all the dots mm-hmm. right but in in the case now most likely almost everyone now coming into this country or connecting with or going to another part of the world, it's very possible for you to communicate with the people there because of what they did. You know, we could always be dwelling on the craziness of their, their action, but it, it also helped the world in, 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 in a way. Think, think about the, the diversity that is in, in the diversity that is in the United States, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you're there, there's, there's black Americans, there's white Americans, there's uh, Latinos, and they're able to live together and create what's, what's creating. It's not a perfect system, mm. but l- let's l- look at it too. I know a lot of people too that have traveled to, like it's very possible now for you mm. from this background to go to a place like Me- Mexico and still be able to have um, a level of background when it comes to communication with those people because of the, the, the connection. Even if you go down, like, I'm just looking, looking at it from a language point of view. Mm. That, that's also, also in business too, you can also trade from one country to another because you are able to, to have that, that um, language structure and you are able to relate with the culture in, in, in that way. Yeah, but like business, we kind of exploit the fuck out of third world countries. Mm. <laughs> like, where do you think our coffee comes from? Africa! How much do you think we pay the workers in Africa? <laughs> Not much! So, so that keeps our prices down, keeps their state of living down, so they don't need as many resources. They live in an impoverished state. They don't require as much. We get cheaper shit. We still get to live our fucking hoity-toity life. John! I'm surprised you didn't know that. You're John! Africa, this is what's going on! I know. There's movies and shit about it all over the place. That's why I buy Fairtrade coffee. Because, like, Fairtrade is probably still not even the best, man. But, like, Fairtrade at least... Apparently... The farmers are getting like a fair rate of pay, 
So the coffee is more expensive, but the people that grow it make more. You know what I'm saying? Bro. That's why I was like, Corey, it's not fair trade coffee. He was like, what? What does that even mean? I was like, it's fair trade. So you also, you, you normally buy fair trade. Yeah. So that means it was grown here. No, no, it was grown. But the conditions were. The payment conditions were more fair. I'm not, I can't say that they were fair, but allegedly, I can't, I can't speak to whether it's legit or not. Um, allegedly, the farmers get a more equitable rate. So like closer to what, say, growing coffee here would be. But you can't grow coffee here. Canada doesn't have the right climate. That's really super interesting. Yeah. And in exchange, they print money. And then America owes the Federal Reserve that much money. Oh. But that much money doesn't actually exist. Because the amount of money in the world doesn't actually exist. It's just numbers on a screen. We can't physically print the amount of money that apparently exists in the world. Money is literally just a number in a computer that we give value to. <gasps> so money's fake, but we agree that it has value. It's one of the most interesting illusions ever. It's like, I sometimes I ask myself, like, whoever agreed to this concept at the beginning it's fucking dumb. was asleep. Yeah, and we still are because no one recognizes that money is fake. Like, whatever job that you're working, you're getting paid in something that isn't even really real, which is essentially your value as a person that you're given based on what you do. So like if you're a janitor, you make, uh, let's say 15 bucks an hour, that's the fake amount that's given to you. That's how much you are worth per hour cleaning floors. $15. What is $15? It's 15 nothings. I think it's Wayne. Yep. It's Wayne. Find it fascinating though. So with that, I think it's it's a level of consciousness for real. It's a level of consciousness. You know, once once you are able to be aware of that fact, you're able to make decisions in your life that would not be reliant on this thing that doesn't exist. <laughs> See, be dope. If you could do that, but like... But you would now give value to... You would now give importance to something else. You give more importance to something else, like time. Mm -hmm. You'd be able to understand that, okay, there is so, so, so allocated to me. <laughs> and we don't even know because it could be shorter. It could be instant switch. And you now understand, okay, let's say... It's not instant switch and nothing messes this 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 this, this feeling I'm feeling right now. <laughs> so like the issue with knowing things, Grand. Do you know? Like, do you know? Do you know? Do you know what something just busts into my brain now? What? 
If I ask, I want to ask you one question. Okay, go. I want you to answer this. Yeah. What is the greatest high? Happiness. Love. I say love. Have you thought of life? to J. Cole mm-hmm. and J. Cole was clear it was like uh, <laughs> it was like uh, what's it called um, love the greatest drug of them all or the greatest high is love mm-hmm. and but I kind of feel life is, is, is better because of the consistency Yeah, it, 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 it has a, a vegan time and it expires and that's it. So you don't know when the other times are? You don't know when you begin, you don't know when you end. You know when you begin, but you didn't make that decision. You don't know when you end, you don't make that decision, but you kill yourself. Did you know? It's, it's and would life even be a high if you didn't experience love? How high would you be in life if you loved everything? All the time, always. It's, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's why it's not always constant, right? I mean, it can be. It's all a mentality thing. Like, how would you know what love is if you haven't experienced hate? How would you know what darkness or light is if you haven't experienced darkness? Oh, I'm not saying you... Like, it's, it's like a beautiful marriage. No, it's like, they just... <laughs> no, I'm not saying just you don't... Compliment and make a very wonderful balance. I'm not saying you don't experience it because there is no, like absolutely no way to exist in modern society at all at any point without experiencing some kind of conditioning towards hatred and ill feelings. But if you were to recondition yourself and your mind to love all of the experiences equally, the sadness that you feel, understand it and love it, understands part of what you need to do experience everything from the same point from a point of like the observer in a sense because like your body literally like legitimately is just kind of like a thing you know like it's 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 got a use it's a tool but like you aren't your body i don't think you are your mind either mind is also a tool so like the one time how did i explain it to my mom in the one time so your body is like a computer your brain is like the hard CPU. drive, whatever. Yeah, I'm not a computer guy. You're more of a computer yeah, guy. I'm a computer so like, yeah, I'm a computer Say your brain's a hard drive, your body's the computer. Say that all you need to run a computer for this example is a hard drive. Hmm? There's stuff in the hard drive. Something else. It's the bad. I'm not explaining it properly. So the stuff in the hard drive. So there's, um, we have the motherboard. Yeah. which runs the CPU, which is the processor. Then we have uh, the eyes, which should be the monitor, like the display. Yeah. And there's also going to be the... It's also going to be the... Um, so so the, the, the process is all of how the computer works. I think this is where we're, where we're connecting. Is it runs us off and on so you're either making a decision or you're not you're either making a decision 
or you're not so you're actually repelling something or you're accepting it and when you get reward for accepting you also get the kind of reward for rejecting and if we if we have, if we continue as accepting something constantly constantly it now automatically get used to that tone which is your neuron so it now get used to turning on so it's easier for you to turn on now it now involves consciousness yeah. so consciousness to to be able to observe these decisions is making and when you observe it can adjust it to the kind of way you want the system to run so if you want to stop a habit for example you would have to be you decide the habit and you consciously tell yourself no to that habit you also have to understand where the habit comes from you have to understand like the yeah what's the word the origination point for everything that like because everything originates from something right Mm-hmm. Every ha- bad habit originates from either a circumstance or a feeling and perpetuates through that circumstance or feeling. So you have to understand the origin point in order to be able to break anything. So how that so that's that's how the, so oh that's where it's beautiful because when it also makes that decision it also drops chemicals mm-hmm. which which would not also make the system run in that way. So that's where we have dopamine, mm-hmm. serotonin oxytocin all these chemicals it drops that actually because it's meaning that the system is not really confused because it, there are even limits to what we could do <laughs> so you, you just understand that okay these are the emotions we can feel and these are the things you can think about yeah, the issue with our system is it's corrupt because ever since you were born i was born everyone was born we've been input with other people's shit take other people's shit because that's learning and we believe other people should and then we agree that they're right that's how we live so everything that you know everything that you believe didn't come from you it came from your experience of other people your most ingrained things like say not attacking your religion but like you as a Jehovah's right yeah. Your parents Jehovah? Oh yeah, my friends are being yeah. But when you Did you choose to be a Jehovah's Witness? Oh yeah, because I actually studied and and got to learn and observe. That's where instincts also comes in. Mm-hmm. Like if you were born alone mm-hmm. in a wilderness and somehow you are able to to survive and grow understand Someone doesn't need to teach you that you need to eat. Mm-hmm. Someone doesn't need to teach you that you need to go to the toilet. You understand? Do you get what I'm talking? There are some things you you would understand. Let, let, let's talk about creation, for example. Mm. Let's think about let's think about creation for a moment. It takes more faith, <laughs> bruh. Mm. It takes more faith to believe that everything just happened than it takes to believe that someone smart did it because if we figure out ourselves alone 
as simple as arranging my room, bro. <laughs> it cannot happen on its own. Okay, you want me to fuck with your head for a second? Oh, man, I... <laughs> okay, so... What if, Graham? What if... Bear with me here. What if everything that we know, everything we perceive, and everything we experience is created by the collective dream of everyone that is living? And by that, I mean that we are all dreaming. 24-7, awake or asleep, and based on that dream, collectively, the world, universe, whatever the fuck is in existence, is manifested through that dream. I don't get, like, you, you don't get it? You're, you're just, we would have to break it down, go slow now. <laughs> okay, so when we go to night, go to bed, we'll sleep, right? Yeah. What happens then? You're always dreaming. Always? Always. Right now, so our mind dreaming. is always awake. Right now you're dreaming. What? Right now, I'm dreaming, you're dreaming right now. When you're asleep, your mind's still awake. That's why you dream. Just not dreaming as actively because you're not experiencing the sensory input of your eyes. So you're not dreaming as actively. It's a different kind of dreaming. So... So, so how does that connect to... To, so it connects to what, consciousness. That's so a consciousness. So there's always consciousness. You mean? So consciousness is the driving force of creation. That's why everything exists. Understand? The more people, the more input. So what's consciousness, though? Good question. Like I've been able to observe. I've been able to understand consciousness as. Awareness. Hmm. So, you knowing. <laughs> I don't know if you understand. No, I get it. Like, consciousness is awareness. It's knowing that you are an individual that's capable of sentient thought. So, it's. Man. But by that token, does that mean that animals don't have consciousness? Animals have consciousness. You would think that animals have consciousness too, because they're aware that they're animals, right? You would think. They are aware of something. They know something. They definitely like it's not just us. I would love to know what. How about plants? How about plants? All plants are alive. Yeah. Yeah. They're living. Dude, plants communicate within a fraction of a nanosecond to each other if they're in distress. So, like, you stomp on a dandelion, instantaneously, every dandelion around it knows what happened. You cut a tree, fucking sends out instantaneous, I don't know if it's fucking, like, if it's uh, in the air or if it's sound or what the fuck it is, but, like, nanoseconds, every tree around it will know what the fuck's going on. Like, tree, like, plants and shit are probably the smartest thing in existence. Yeah, <laughs> Which is fucked up, because we're just like, this isn't even a thing. You're not alive. Fuck you. And yet they can do so much. Now, 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 now. Do you understand, Joe? Do you understand what you just explained to me right now? I don't understand the shit, man. I'm just trying. Now, plants have a level of consciousness that is limited to the abilities that they've gotten. So for us that are humans, we 
we also absorb this consciousness, but we absorb more consciousness. Like we're able to see this, get the sun, we're able to get the moon. Then we also we're able to think about it. We're able to to them them they are like that, and the sun is just giving them light. So it's going to be like for them. Have you ever like sometimes there was this time I was into because there was this time I was into uh, meditations and 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 stuff. And I learned about a guy that used to eat once a day. Uh, he used to that one, one in one hour window. And used to meditate a lot. And his meditations were in two different types. So he would meditate sitting down. Then there's one that I was really then then I used to do it to my room. I would start like this in in a dark place. And I start it's very insane. <laughs> I love it. So for him he used to go outside because he had lived in the wilderness, right? To so just him and his his girl and just he would hold a stick. He would stand like this in my tape. He was actually becoming a tree outside with the sun entry and he's going to absorb more. <laughs> like so? <laughs> like it's it's it, it's funny, man. It's like Man, there's so much that we don't know and so much that we could close off to. Like if you even like for example, like over the summer I learned a lot about like indigenous culture and um, like belief systems and like some stories and legends and like um, other stuff kind of like that but like for the we have Anishinaabe people up here too right? yeah yeah so like Anishinaabe I had an Anishinaabe <coughs> teacher <coughs> slash supervisor whatever I down south <coughs> and uh bless you dear child <coughs> yeah, hey Tess mm. not without a hat about <laughs> um, but like, for example, she was telling me, cause like, it's the Anishinaabe. Anyways, one of the people like have recorded documents from like the history of like since the beginning of the indigenous peoples, right? And in those documents, there is um, a recording of like how native people didn't have to drink water before. They just metabolized it like plants would. They used to drink water. They didn't need to drink water. They just took it through their skin. They didn't need to drink. They just metabolized it through their fucking bodies. <laughs> so like we've just gone backwards as fuck, man. I don't know if we're evolving or devolving. It seems like we're fucking devolving. Their dependency on fucking technology and shit. Cause I would love to not have to drink. <laughs> that would be tough. <laughs> Just be a plant. But not a plant, like a person plant. Imagine if you could photosynthesize, motherfucker, you'd never need to eat or drink again. Just fucking walk outside and like, that's me. Cool. That'd be dope. You know the way here in the tent, the cold for years. They were very different species, man. Like the the the. It was a destruction, definitely, that led to a creation. Mm. That would lead to better creation. That's just the way I look at it. That's fair. Better creation, but you understand, like 
so far I understand there's a lot of the stories that, that have been dec- documented that I understand and when you see how the world is going you're able to tell you're able to tell or understand these prophecies and how things are working out like <laughs> yeah <laughs> It doesn't prophesy that. It doesn't prophesy that in the future there's going to be a government, and that government is going to rule. The reason why things are now the way it is now is because it's a different government. Just as the government would. Would um, a government would would end the tenure and another government would start. And what's gonna happen? Even to religion has been prophesied, and who is going to take that action on religion is going to be there. What's going to happen next? You know there was the Great Depression. Hmm. There's going to be a great tribulation going to come next in the future and there's also going to be a level of peace and security the United Nations which is the eight kings is going to come together and they're going to fight against religion because they'll figure out that in the world now religion is the cause of a lot of wars and also for their own person again. Have you thought about what? You know the United Nations is shit, right? And they have, it, 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 it's, it's, and even if you see the way, um, like they aid in the impoverishment and continual, like continual impoverishment of third world countries. Like their value is just like everyone else's value, capitalism. It's a government. It's control. It's a government. There's, there's the United States, there's the United Kingdoms, and there's the United Nations. And it's very interesting how the thing is set up. And it's just all very cool too how a lot of prophecies too are coming coming in place. Also, they like... There's, I don't know if the book of Daniel hmm. it talked about a king in ba- there was a city, city of Babylon is very unique hmm. <laughs> let me tell you some cool things about it Babylon Babylon conquered Israel because hmm. if you if you there's a video that I watched man where, where I saw how the kingdoms are just Fighting themselves, all like it's you just stupid way back where you just seen how the whole, the whole set up. Well, Babylon overpowered, conquered Israel, but it was very interesting because they, they took them. But Israel was able to do stuff with them, like they were they, the boy, the, the boys were were able to mingle with the people. They were able to. Do stuff together. So you know. you're saying they conquered them, but they didn't dissolve who they were. Good, they didn't dissolve. Their, you could do your thing, right? But there's some 
three guys that were Israelites that were conquered with three Hebrew, Hebrew men. So there was Daniel. That's four, but yeah. Four, four. So, <laughs> so it was Daniel, okay. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these guys were very cool, man. Things that happened. They, they wanted them to worship the god of, of Babylon. Mm. They refused and were thrown into the lion's den. Mm. The, first of all, the fire. They were like, so anybody that does not, does not um, do this, I'm going to put you in the fire. So you're supposed to watch it. So this is like stories of things that happen inside. Mm. Now, these these they went to the fire and they didn't they didn't get born. The king was was crazy. But see, I want to, I say I want to say a story that connected to us today. So the king saw a dream. It's very interesting how this makes sense because you are talking about dreaming, right? Mm. Good. So the king saw a dream, and in this dream. In, in this dream, um, it was an image of an image. It was it was so interesting how the they wanted to because the king wanted them to tell the story. I'm, this is how detailed it is. I want you to understand. The king wanted them to tell wanted his his dream seers, for example, to to tell him the interpretation of the dream. But them them. It, he says, you have to tell me the dream first <laughs> before I tell you. Because that's how they could not crack it. So normally when he tells them the dream, they'll make up a story and the king will be satisfied. He'll feel like, okay, yeah, this dream is coming true. And maybe he'll walk towards that or something. But in this case, none of them could tell them. Like, there was no man here that could do it. And they wanted to like penalize them. That's how it was then. But Daniel, one of those three Hebrew guys, saw... So feel like ah king, this is what you saw. You saw an image, and the image there was gold, there was silver, there was bronze, there was iron, and at the feet of the image there is clay and sand. And I said, you king, you are the head <laughs> of the image, which is gold, and after that. Medo pressure, the next kingdom is going to conquer you. It's even the Bible even prophesied the guy that was going to conquer Babylon, and his name was Cyrus. And it didn't just only isn't just only tell him how he was going to conquer it. It told him, it told him the way they would do it because Babylon was very cool. Yeah, I want you to like. Pause, 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 pause. The Bible told the specific person that was going to conquer Babylon. Yeah. How 200 was, years whoa, 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 before whoa, whoa. it even happened. Whoa, Cyrus. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How, <laughs> how can you prove any of this shit? It's written in the book, boy. And the book could and, have been written and, any time. And history, history supports this. It also said Babylon would never be inhabited. Do you know how many times we've tried to, it's in Iraq, do you know how many times we've tried to build Babylon? Who writes history, man? What? Who writes history? Humans? The victor. The victor, what do you mean? Whoever wins, writes how it went. Right, why? Yeah, so back to, back to what I want to, the, uh, the story. So, how we connected to Ross, see where it connected to Ross. So he talked about all the kings that are going to rule mm. as 
world powers and now we are at the feet of the image which represents the Anglo-American war power that was created by the United States and Britain. It's going to be the seventh king. And in Revelation, which is the end that we're living in, an eighth king is going to break out from the seventh king, which represents the United Nations. And now that is the place we are now. United Nations is the government that is ruling, controlling the world's affairs. And the things that some of the decisions is going to make, how it's going to affect us, and how it's also going to affect, um, affect. So the, the Bible says all the stories and the benefits. Even so, I'm just. I know you like history, so I'm just connecting you into the history part. Oh, and what like is history. going to happen for us too? What? I don't like history. You don't? I don't believe shit about history, bro. Can't prove shit about anything that happened but at any point. It's just like it's just like everyone everyone knows that uh, know the history of how Britain came around to to do stuff. How Britain was able to to how do I explain? How Britain was able to go, so I'm talking of close close history, right? How Britain was able to go around and visit and there's a good story of what places people went how long it, a, 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 a government ruled and wars that were fought and all that like we know the story so a close history will be world war one mm. like there was actually world war one there was actually world war two these are close history and these i'm are not they, saying the things didn't happen that, i'm just saying they aren't accurately depicted world war one isn't accurately depicted world war two isn't accurately depicted War in Afghanistan isn't accurately depicted. War in fuck any war that's ever happened, Graham, is not accurately depicted because it's written from a point of bias and it's written from the point of the victor. No recollection of any kind of war. You can like you can't see that as legitimate. There's always things that are left out. There's always things that are bullshit. We're fed so much shit, Graham. We just eat it the fuck up, man. Consciousness, man. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter, right? Oh, no. Like, I, you believe your shit, I could not care less. Like, it's cool. I don't believe it. That's just me. I'm yeah. not going to knock you for believing because that's your faith. Yeah, I, I totally get it. But I just wanted to tell you uh, some... No, I get where like, you're Like, right now, the conversation is just... <laughs> I forgot even where I'm just playing with you, really, you know. I understand it, your perspective. It, it, it's nice, it. Right. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm just going back to the record of documentation we have mm. and how it connects. And you know, like it's going back to going back to um, going back to. Um, What we talked about in um man it's okay you just gotta understand from my point of view anything can be destroyed and anything can be recreated so like any book that's ever been written at any point could have been burned some other guy could like, wrote it. i want you to understand that there's just too much Coincidence. That's fair. <laughs> like, That's like, weird. That's look at, look at it. It's the most printed book in the world. Mm. 
Yeah. The most distributed book in the world. Who spread it? What? Who spread it? That's the question. That's the question. You know who That's spread the it. question. Who the world, Graham? Now, now, no, I want no, to. No, I want you to understand. Who conquered the world? Who spread Christianity? Who spread the Bible? The Britons. There you go. No, I want you to understand. I want you to understand that there is no coincidence. The gap is just too much because it's the number one book. <laughs> like, it's just... Oh, it's hey. Like 37 <laughs> of it, right? Love you, John. Love you. I love you too, man, but you're not going to make me believe in religion. No, no, no. It, 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 I'm just, I'm just, I'm just talking about, it's not, it's not a matter of, I, I love this conversation. It's, it's, it's a matter of talking, education, and I like tomorrow will be like, you know, because we, we, we're expressing these things together. And I don't say I understand it. I'm just being curious. But it's nice for you to, now I understand, I love a lot of your, your thinking and philosophy on life. And, you know, your mind is, is, is very, Jaded. <laughs> Very, I, I mean, it's just there. I love it, and it's nice to tomorrow you have a concept of how I'm thinking too. So oh, I know you, where you come from. You, man. you, you understand? understand. Sure, I, just, I don't share the same belief system. That's all. But like yeah, everyone yeah. needs some kind of belief system to get them through life. Because if you believe in nothing, you believe yeah, in you believe nothing. <laughs> you believe in nothing. There is nothing. Like, wait, wait, but that's the thing. Nothing is something. No, nothing now becomes a thing. But if you have no faith in anything, if you have no belief in anything, like if you just believe nothing, like you're here, you die, that's it. Pretty sure those people are fucking depressed. That's why, yeah. people are, that's why people are depressed? I wouldn't say that's the only reason people are depressed. Like, I'm depressed, but that's for a whole different reason. Like, that's because I understand a lot of things that are fucked up in the world. And let those get to me to a point where I shouldn't. A lot of people don't feel that way because they're ignorant to all the things in the world. So they're happy. You know? It's understanding, like, understanding everything that's happening. Not even everything. Just components of what are happening. And, like, the state that the world's in. There's various potentials for the future. Doesn't look good. But I can't let that... Oh, so you know the the potential for the future doesn't look good. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That like that alone is just amazing because that's a very strong level of consciousness. Dude, like even as a person, like knowing, like as a person, you want to have kids, you want to have a family, right? Yeah. As a person, I don't know if I can justify bringing more lives into the world based on the way that it's going. So as much as I want to have kids, I don't know if I can do that to those kids. Hmm. You know, that, 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 I've thought, of, I've thought about this as well, too. But there's, there's, there's this sense of, have you ever heard this saying? I just, this just, I've never, no, thought, I've never thought of this before. That there's more happiness in giving than recent receiving. Yeah. Now, I understand that might have a level or, or just related to our daily life, just life. Mm. That might just be, okay, 
if I give you give you bread, Genesis give give me bread back is there and you feel that sense of joy and satisfaction that you've been able to do that. You know and it was talking of more happiness. So it has all this all this all this um question but there's also a thing of giving a gift that is needed. You know, it, it, it's like I go now buy you something like I don't think you need that box. So if I buy this kind of box for you, I'll be like, hey, John, uh, thank you very much, and this is yours. If you don't need it and it now becomes stress and now becomes pain for you, you will not really appreciate it. But when the gift is given and it is, it is needed, like, it's something you need, man. It, I think it's, that's where, that's where it's, it counts. I, I'm ranting again. I get where you're coming from now. You know, so, like, if you're going to give, you should give it when it's needed. So if that's why a lot of people would do it when they're not prepared for the responsibility of the gift, and it now doesn't come beautiful. So I'm just, I'm just looking at it. It'd be nice to, to. It's like we have, we have, <laughs> we have a way of dupl- duplicating what we are experiencing for someone else to experience. It's like a responsibility. It's, it's. <laughs> It's not like it's beautiful. I admire it too much. Like I, I was with some beautiful people today, and moms, man, were just taking care of their, their babies. It was beautiful. I was like, they take clean diapers, we just doing stuff like that, and I liked it. And it's a lot of work. They would benefit from the joy later if they spend time to nourish it. Oh, I agree 100%. Like, being, but, being a parent but, in itself is like one of the most rewarding things you could ever do in your life. And it's going to give you some of the most joy and pain that you'll ever experience in your life. But I just don't know if I could bring more lives into the world. I'm not saying that I would never be a parent. If I don't end up being a parent, like, through my own kids, then I'll, well, my own kids and like biological and I'll adopt kids. Yeah, and it's been that's really common. That's common. Common. Get me a nice mocha baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.